Welcome to episode five of Forging the Journey, where we discuss the joys and struggles of entrepreneurship and business. I'm Greg Davis. And I'm Jared Dobb. And welcome, everybody. Yeah, welcome. Welcome back to How's the... How's your week going? What is this, episode five? It's episode five. Yeah. So how's your week going so far? Uh, crazy, man. Uh, we just got out of Black Friday and, you know, recouped from the sale. I know that's been kind of the topic of the last couple episodes we've touched on it. But um, just, I don't know, I mean, things are just a little hectic. And it kind of ties right in with this episode, what we're talking about. So I'm not going to not gonna go into too many details right this second. But, um, I mean, things are overall well, but there's definitely been some uh, some headaches throughout this past week. But uh, what about you? Uh, yeah, it's going pretty good so far. We're, you know, we're all caught up from uh, from Black Friday sales and shipments and stuff so we're trying to trying to get stocked back up right now uh you know try to get ready for the i mean there's still a good amount of sales people are still christmas shopping and stuff so right uh, i actually need to today my my goal is to get some more uh, content some christmas themed content to to be posting and stuff so i got my got my dslr out and charged up and and, and stuff so i'm hoping to hoping to get that today so i can get back on on advertising and get some more content out there yeah absolutely i you know i've been thinking about that too i need to get back out and get some of that uh, more themed content and that is important you know we yeah. go through different seasons and it does help you know i find that if we're during fall and the leaves are changing if i'm showing those colorful pictures and keeping up with the times plus it, it keeps things relevant to the season and right yeah, I'm man. I'm struggling to keep up with that. Content is tough lately, and I think depends how how long we go here and what I got going on this afternoon. I got one more phone meeting later on, but I might just hit the range and go get some content, and we'll see what happens. Man, I've been dying to get to the range, and and I I think every day or every week I schedule a day to go to the range, and then it comes time to get ready to go to the range. And I'm like, man, I got too much stuff to do here. There's no way I can. And cut out for half a day and go to the range so uh, and then each week i'm like all right we'll just we'll plan on next week right so at this point i'm hoping next week i'll get out because it's not looking like this week is going to happen yeah man i was supposed to go to the cabin um tomorrow night i was gonna head up because deer season is well it's deer season right now in pennsylvania i was gonna go up for the second week but with everything going on i'm probably going to be skipping out on that this year and that falls right in with the range days, too, because, you know, I, I build content. And I'm sure you're the same way. You get to the range and you get this massive amount of video footage and photos and all that stuff. And then I take photos throughout the weeks and all that. But you eventually catch up with the content you've posted. And if you're not on your toes, yeah, it, it, it can back you up pretty quick and kind of yeah. goes into, you know, what we talked about in some previous episodes. You, you'd feel like you would have the freedom to just go out and do what you want and get on the range and do whatever and sometimes it just doesn't happen like that but no and for for us our range that we go to is a good 40 minutes or so away so it's not like we can just run over the range for an hour or something that right. means we're going to be gone for three um you know I, I i wish i had some place so i was i was a little bit closer i'm really thankful for the range we have because we can literally do whatever we want there um but it is a haul to get out there it's quite the time, time commitment to do it. Yeah, and that I mean we're we're really, 
really, really fortunate because my, my business partner owns uh, a decent chunk of land only about 15 minutes away. And you've been on that range. Um, we actually yeah. just reworked it a lot. It looks totally different than when you were there last. We have about 10 to 12 foot berms on three sides uh-huh. of the upper the upper range. Ethan was back there with a front loader doing a lot of renovations and getting dirt in and moving stuff because the last time we renovated was about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And if, I don't know if Ohio was the same way, but this last year, man, we had rain like crazy and it just washed all of our dirt mounds down. Yeah. And so we renovated because, you know, we have some classes there and things and it has to be safe and presentable and cleaned up. So that was that was the the project over the last couple of weeks for Ethan. I haven't even gone out and shot, honestly, on that range since we've redone it. Yeah. But, well, yeah. so last week we kind of left off with talking about um, of – you know, some of the highs and lows of, of being a business owner. You know, we were talking about how, you know, how right now things are, are pretty high. You know, we have, it's shopping season, so sales are good and we're moving a lot of product and, and that's exciting. It makes you feel good. Um, but then we have down times of sales, but there's also other things that, that, that get us down that, that happen in, in business. And so I think that's, Last week, that's kind of what we said we'd, you know, that we'd talk about this week. Um, and I just, I, I kind of want to preference, preface um, and just kind of let people know that, that this podcast isn't always going to be about the the warm, fuzzy feelings of business ownership because business ownership is absolutely not that way. Uh, so you're probably going to hear times of of a, a struggle and pain and but that's something that, that that we all deal with and and we want to give a you know we want to give a realistic picture of what of what it's like to run these businesses at least ours now we can't speak for every business but, right but at the same so, time we don't want to lead people down a path of just assuming that it's all perfect it's all this you know well scripted you know, fluid machine that's just rolling along because it uh, I'm convinced that it doesn't matter what business you're in. You're not going to always have the highs. You're going to get hit with lows. And I, I feel like for you and, and and me, Greg, I think we're both on the same page with that, the, the drive and motivation to get through them. I mean, we it, it affects me greatly when we go through lows, but at the same time, keeping your eye on the, the big picture is very important as well. Yeah. And hopefully we can... You know, my goal personally would be to share this stuff with people, and although it's not necessarily feel good, and and I don't know if encouraging is the right word. I, I hope it can be encouraging. I guess is what I'm getting at, and show people. You know, this is probably what you can expect to see happen, but keep your head up, and and here's what we're doing to deal with it. Yeah. So i I was I was trying to think about about all the things that that have drug me down and you know as a business owner and and I feel like there's a few different kind of categories and and, and I think we can kind of talk about it about each of these and um at least the ones that I've I've thought of and there's there's probably more for for different people and and even you is but you know starting out with with was sales. You know, that's that's kind of the main metric that we all 
judge our business off of is, is sales and income and profits and that sort of thing. And um, and so, you know, one of the things that's <clears throat> it's obviously going to get us down is times of slow sales. And um, yeah, so how how have those times affected you? Well, it goes back and forth. So there's always that that weight on your shoulder that if you're not selling your product, your company is not moving forward. And there's definitely times where my priorities are pulling me away from sales and I can see a direct effect on the company. It's really hard not to obsess over the number and allow that number to affect you because I have, for example, monthly sales goals that that I want to hit and they incrementally get higher year after year after year. It's very easy for me to get drugged down on a month that didn't perform the way that I thought that it should and then reflect on myself poorly and, and believe that I don't know. You can get into this self-doubt cyclone of craziness if you're not careful. I don't know if that ever happens to you, Greg. Is mm-hmm. that something that you've ever dealt with on yeah. those months that things just kind of suck? Yeah, for sure. And that's and actually, the, the self-doubt is is kind of one of the next categories I was I was thinking about. So I want to save my thoughts on that uh, because I think that can be something that that we deal with separate from the numbers and the money. Right. Um, you know, I think, um, yeah, you know, I have, <clears throat> I have sales goals too. And those, and those goals, um, are somewhat realistic based on just kind of current buying trends in, in our own company and current buying trends. Um, just in general and, and also kind of comparing off of I, off of last year's uh, same month and same quarter, I try to kind of compare against, okay, what did we do last year? But, but I don't take that too, um, too harshly because buying trends change year to year and, and the state of, of, you know, you know, what's a job market like? What's, you know, are people spending money in general? So, you know, there's a lot of different factors that, that can contribute to, to sales being up or down. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I definitely obsess over those numbers. Um, and that's something that, that, that really, I've, I've really been working on hard the last few months, you know, even three to four months is, um, letting myself not obsess over the numbers so much. And that's really hard. I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, but, um, like, like I was basically glued to the notifications on my phone for a while, you know, you, you know waiting for the sales notification to pop up. Uh, I was using Shopify, and there's a Shopify app, and I and I had to, I had the notifications turned on. So anytime there was a sale, it'd pop up, and and I was riding this this roller coaster of you know every time there was notification, it'd make me feel good, and then the longer 
that time went without the next notification, I was going down. It's, I mean, I was putting myself through through that daily and hourly, and that's not that's not a healthy way to do things. So, um, you know, so I, I realized that 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 needed to change, and 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 not obsessing over the numbers so much because it, I think numbers and sales. I also feel like are the thing. It, it's tough. You can control it to a certain extent. You can advertise. Right. You can you can run sales. You can um, you can cross promote. Like the, 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 there's a lot of actions that that you can personally take to to try to boost sales. But at the same time, you can't make people spend money. So you can't you can't obsess over it to. Uh, to this you know you can't obsess over it too much because there's only there's only so much you can do to put the product in front of people and after you put the product in front of people it's up to them and it's out of your hands and and that was kind of the that was the balance that I needed to to come to is you know what I've done what I can um and this is how things are so if I want things to be better, what is the next thing I can do? You know, I'm looking for, I'm looking for the next action, and I'm and I'm trying not to worry about controlling the current actions that are going right. on. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, and and the sales are really a result of the actions. And I like what you said, and I kind of think of it this way: is if I focus on the things that I can control, ultimately, if I'm doing business honestly and I'm doing business well, and I have a product that is a, a very well-crafted, superior product, the sales should come after that. I mean, the time frame, we can't control. But And I guess what I mean by rather than obsessing over the number, what helps me out and keeps me away from getting into that low scenario is focusing on things like I can control how much I post to social media. I can control email newsletters, I can control the content I create. I do have influence over those areas. Mm-hmm. And but I man, I, that resonates with me as well. And it's funny because I do watch those notifications of sales, but one of my business partners watches it a lot more than me. Um and it's funny because I I don't really watch it that closely anymore whereas I used to. And I found the same thing that it, it does stress me out and I find that I try to I try to ride that roller coaster too much if I pay too much attention to the daily uh, the numbers flying around and you have to be careful because you do have to pay attention to the numbers but here's a good example so if if Kirby comes in and tells me great you hit these sales numbers for this month but here's what we owe on the credit card here's what we owe on this here's what our bill is for this it can be very easy for that to drive me down into a hole. And so we've kind of created this this rule that you don't come into my office and just throw, you know what I mean? We don't just throw that around, um, I don't know how to explain it, just, just left and right out of the blue. That's all structured things that we converse about. Um, because if I obsess over what the cost of producing these sales are, um, it makes me less effective and it's easy for me to get into a hole. But you again, it's a balance because you do have to have your eye on the big picture. You have to see what's going on, 
But, man, I know for a fact that people really struggle with that, finding the balance of realizing that there are things you can control with your sales, but there's a lot of it that you can't control. And focusing on the wrong thing often is the easiest way to, to get dug into that slump. And then it's yeah. it's really hard. Sometimes you have to let go of things and trust that because you're doing business and you're maintaining moral values and you're you're being honest and you're putting good product, things will fall into place over time. You just you yeah. can't always control that timeline. Yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> obviously, uh, you know, we talked about money, and that's and the numbers, and that's I mean, I said that that could be a whole at least podcast subject on its own if we really wanted to, to kind of break things down even more. <clears throat> but the next one that that I had written down and and you already kind of alluded to is just personal doubt. Um, how is how has personal doubt affected you in your years as a as being a business owner? It's funny because that was one of the biggest areas that I struggled with. And on the outside, when you watch Instagram and you, you see my interactions with people, if you're in a phone meeting with me as I'm dealing with a client, you'll never see that. You know, I've learned a lot over the last couple of years. But even going back into middle school, high school, self-doubt was a huge, huge issue for me. And not that I didn't have people supporting me, but I didn't believe in myself. And you can't go into business and succeed if you can't believe in yourself. And that's not saying that you shouldn't if you're currently in that position. Um, I'm going to bring this full circle then. But at some point, I realized that I'm more than what I gave myself credit for, if that makes sense. And you do have the ability to learn. You have the ability to change yourself. And so maintaining that positive attitude is very difficult sometimes, especially when you're, you feel like you're getting kicked. But um, it is very important. And just recognizing that you have the power to control your mindset. And when you can control that mindset, you can change the outlook of where you're headed. But it's easy for me when I try to invest in something and it doesn't work to look back and reflect on myself and be like, man, you, you suck. What are you doing? How can you possibly make this happen? Um, I've had family that and friends who have straight up said you're nuts and this isn't going to work you're not going to make this this succeed you're not going to make this function you're not going to make this prosperous and that's really hard man and it, there's no easy there's no easy solution for that in that situation but understanding that i control my mindset and i i control how the outward things affect me and ultimately, I'm responsible to make sure that I'm still going forward. I don't know if that's... Yeah. No, I, I think there's a lot of... Um, I, I th again, this could be a whole other podcast, too, is just... Is... <clears throat> you have to... You have to have... Man, I'm trying to think how to put this. You have to have... Um, you have to have self value outside of your business. That's a good way of, to put it. 
and outside of your sales and outside of of being kicked by other people if if you aren't happy if you aren't a happy person without your business you're not going to be a happy person with your business i would argue you'd probably become more miserable wouldn't you potentially it could be i mean it could potentially at least at first maybe be a good distraction from how miserable you are but eventually it's going to catch up with you and 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 if you don't have self-value and self-confidence and if you i believe that happiness is a decision and it, you know you can choose you can choose if you're going to be happy or not i believe and i think there's there are circumstances in your life <clears throat> that can affect that but but you can choose if you're going to be a nice person or not you can choose if you're going to be kind you know those are all um you know those are choices that you have to kind of daily make for some people that's that's going to be a harder thing than for other people um you know my value doesn't come from the numbers of my business um i believe that my value comes from god and that's and that and that's where i base my my value my worth so you know so i i look at those times when i'm down and and I, I doubt myself if if this engineer from Ohio can you know from small town Ohio can can you know can make this this little product <clears throat> into a successful business and and make an impact in an industry and make an impact in people's lives you know that <clears throat> those are those are goals that are, um, I mean, those are big goals and those are goals that, 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 that aren't going to come easy and they aren't going to come fast. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I feel like if you are dealing with just self doubt, um, you know, maybe you're questioning, can I do this? And, um, you know, do I have what it takes to do this? Uh, I mean, you gotta you gotta pull up your britches and and pat yourself on the back and smack your face around a little bit and say, "All right, <clears throat> it's time to do this." I gotta learn, you know, you know, maybe you need to learn a new task, something that's that you never thought that you would have to learn to do. And frankly, I feel like that's the majority of business ownership is, you know, especially for a small business. If you're the only person, you gotta learn how to do a lot of different things. Right. Um, <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it's funny because you do have to to believe in yourself and you have to be willing to say that it's probably not going to go the way that I think that it should, but I'm willing to put myself out there and fail. And I've said that a million times before and people have messaged me and I've just told them. I've told some people the stories and you know I, I haven't gone into specific numbers or anything, but I've I've showed them the timeline of the target company, of TA Targets, and how many times I've personally failed. And 
if I just speak through those times for a normal person, it'd be like, man, why don't you just throw in the towel? Because it's overwhelming sometimes to see how you put your heart and soul into something and it may not go the way that you think. But so you do have to yeah. be, you do have to be willing to step back and look at those things and recognize that, okay, you might've failed in that, but it doesn't define who you are as a person. Um, or you can make it into a better definition for who you're becoming in the long term. And, and for me, just resonating off of what you said, just thinking forward and envisioning 10 years. And I, I look at the last three and the amount of work and struggles, some successes, a lot of successes, but just how that the last three years sometimes feels like it went by in three months, but other times I feel like I've been at it for 10 years and I try to forecast that into the next 10 years it can be downright overwhelming to think, man, I've got to keep this up going forward for how long? And you have to always be doing reality checks with, you know, I have to always be reality checking with myself. Um, just knowing that what I can do is obviously plan for the future, but I can affect my attitude in the here and now, right in this moment, and making sure that I'm taking those steps one at a time forward. Yeah, that's good. So the last thing I'd written down was, uh, <clears throat> is, and you kind of alluded to this, I, I think all of these, all these overlap each other. Um, and, and so you already kind of alluded to this, but um, how do you deal with and how do you take um, negative feedback from from either customers or um, the worst is people that aren't even your customers, but that are are, 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 are giving you negative feedback about your product or um, yeah. You know, how do you deal with that? Do you, do you, do you take that personally? Do you, you know, how does that affect you? <laughs> it's funny. I know you and I have talked about this before and I know you relate to this it's hard not to take that personally and it's hard not to create questions around what you're doing when somebody gets on your page and just bashes what you're doing and some of the hardest ones that came from me were actually close friends who I don't know if they realized that I'm one of the pieces behind the company but I just remember having advertisements up on Facebook you know just sponsored posts and I had some friends that commented and started a string of comments. And these are people that know me really well. And just saying $200 for a target system, that's just insane. Why would you ever spend that? Just bashing our prices, bashing what we're doing, just straight up throwing down, smacking down on TA targets. That that stings, man. When when somebody that that you know and should believe in what you're doing just throws down on you that's really a really tough pill to swallow um, that one definitely affected me some other examples are we just for example got our patent our utility patent for the falling tree and I just remember some of the first times we posted that falling tree we spent months and months and months figuring out this design and some of the first posts that I put out just promoting this new product I had probably 
in the course of six posts, probably 10 to 12 people comment and start strings with their friends saying, we can make that, don't buy that. You know, they're, it's overpriced, you're paying a premium, we can just make this in our fab shop. And it's really hard for me not to let, I guess I should put it this way, it's really hard to not allow that to affect the big picture of what you're doing and to become consumed in that moment of what that person's saying, even though, one, they're never going to, probably never going to go out and build that product anyway and compete with you. And number two, they probably were never your customer to begin with. But it still doesn't change the fact that that can bring up that self-doubt, that can bring up the questions. And you have to be very convinced and you have to believe in yourself, you have to have a solid foundation on where your value comes from. And I mean, otherwise that stuff's going to affect you. And there's only one time that I actually responded. I, I don't, I, I don't think that I responded wrong, but there's only one time that I pressed back in a message to a person for what they said on our, on our page. And I think it was justified in that moment, but oftentimes I let that go and I just, I mean, either if they're being really ignorant, I'll just block them or delete their comment. But you have to, I like, I really like what you said at the beginning that you have to have a foundation of where your value comes from or else things like that are just going to smack you around. But what about you, Greg? I know you've had similar experiences. Oh man. And, and I've, I feel like there's, I have grown over the last three years and I've, and I think I've, I've grown a thicker skin um, to how this stuff used to affect me. Um, but I don't think I've changed or grown that much that, you know, that it, 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 you know, sometimes it depends on the day. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. If I'm having a bad day and I see somebody spouting off, then man, it's really hard for me to not want to just spout off back. Um, it's, uh, I equate it to this is what if I went to that person's work, pulled their boss over and said, why would you pay this guy? You know, you know, whatever they're getting paid. Why would you pay them that much money to do this job when you could just outsource it and pay a fraction as much? You could, you could, you could outsource this guy's job overseas. You could, you know, it, you know, what if I went to that person's work and devalued what they did to make their living and feed themselves and feed their families? That's, I, I, I think people don't understand what it's like to depend on selling a product for your own business to make ends meet. Right. I don't think people, I think people, um, they just don't understand that they don't make that connection that that product is the means to a person's livelihood and they, they, all they see is a product that's a means to somebody trying to take their money. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I try to keep that in perspective when I see some comments. And, um, and, and really what I try to do is I try to take a deep breath and, like, I'll usually reply and usually... 
the reply is just a straight up and I think it's just a copy and paste thing now. It's just here's here's what the product is because I think if people understand, I try to educate people and help them understand what it is that that I'm offering. Um, you know, because I've had people. I think just last week I had somebody say, "I just made I made my own magnetic magazine carrier out of." Six dollars worth of stuff from Lowe's and stuff I had, you know, sitting around my house. Why would I spend money on yours? You're asking way too much. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. I love it. Man, I like. Part of me just wants to reach through my phone and wring their neck, and the other part of me wants to say, "Good. If that's if if what you made it if what you made works for you, great. But don't compare what you made." To what we make, because your little gizmo gadget from scraps around your house isn't isn't what we make and what we offer, and and also that you know you know there's a whole other side of things of of I I have to sell this product at a markup so I can make a couple bucks and so my dealer can make a couple bucks. You know, there's there's so much there's more lot, that goes into it. That there's man, there's so much more than just making the thing. Yeah, that's the easy um, part sometimes. Yeah, making the thing is I mean, is the easy part. Let's be real. I could go out and make a wooden bench. I've got the equipment, you know, and 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 I'm not trying to dissuade people from being craftsmen and trying to figure their own thing out and and whatever. I mean, if you have access to that stuff, by all means, go go for it. That's how we got started. That's how I mean, you got started that way. Yeah. But neither you or I when we started our business and said, "We are going to make this successful." I didn't message MGM or Action Target or whoever, any you name any competitor. I didn't send them an email and say, by the way, guys, this is me and this is why your stuff sucks and whatever. You know what I mean? I'm. Why would you ever go do that? So I guess what I'm saying, I'm using that as an example because the movers, the people that are doing are often quiet. And this is a reflective thing for myself to make sure that the people I know that are making it and making businesses successful aren't trolls. So that you know, if you're listening to this podcast, just take that in for what it's worth. Be the the next level of people, not the the people that are going to comment and bash the product because they're as you enter into the business world and start your own thing, it becomes quickly apparent why prices are what they are. We want to obviously take care of our business and we want to be able to reinvest in our companies we have to take care of our families we want to also take care of employees and future employees and you can't do that with a six dollar fake neomag you know made from construction paper and some glue yeah i, I think you would and agree with that greg yeah no for sure and 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 you can't sell a six dollar product for seven dollars and expect to survive and well sure you can if you um, sell 700,000 of them a year right uh, maybe <laughs> even then I bet you it's funny even then it doesn't work like that no I mean look at ammo companies that are making a fraction of a penny per round and they're going out of business right and left and right millions of dollars or they're selling millions of rounds and they're going out of business so yeah. it, I don't want to like I hope this doesn't, this didn't sound like that we're I don't want this to be that we're complaining about. No, no, no. About 
about people and customers and stuff. But um, so I guess I want to get back to so um, how I do do other people and commenters and critics affect me um, at its at its core. It depends on the day because there's there's some days where I take that and I, and I use that as fuel and I'm like you know what I'm gonna that person's negative comment I'm gonna use that that energy to go and make a killer product today and I'm going to um, I'm gonna give the best customer service I can and I'm gonna I'm gonna make the best content I, content that I can today and, and I use that to um, you know as fuel but there's but yeah th- th- there are there are definitely um, times and and comments that definitely bring me down and give me doubt um, and that's when you know for for anybody that's listening that is that's a supporter of our company or any other company um, taking that moment to reach out and send a direct message, send an email to leave, uh, to leave a review. Um, man, I, I can't, I, I can't tell you how many times it took one, one customer feedback, uh, you know, one positive customer feedback to totally turn my day around. Um, and that's, and again, that's, that that shouldn't be where I get my. <laughs> that shouldn't be what. What makes me have a good day or a bad day? But, man, it you know a, a pat on the back, um, sure helps. And that's yeah. something I think we. That's something I, I think we all need. You know, whether it's in business or not. Just. Um, so yeah. And it's so. I guess those are. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say yeah, it's so important and. I'm extremely appreciative of of the weekly and often daily messages we get over at TA Targets um, and on my personal page because you're right that it doesn't necessarily define us, but at the same time, it does really feel good when you have people in your corner. And it's why I changed my mindset about how I buy things a couple years ago. It was right around the time we started TA Targets because I, I quickly realized that when you find the small businesses that you truly believe in even if the product's more a little more expensive if you can support them any way shape or form you can even if it's just a message do that because it does mean so much and i'm not just talking about you know neomag and ta targets but any of the businesses you truly believe in you could make someone's day by just dropping them a message and saying man i truly love what you guys are doing even if you haven't bought the product that stuff lifts me up and it helps remind me that we do have a big picture in mind here. And sometimes when you're in a low, that's whatever it might be for the day. That's all I need to just remember, hey, there's people that are actually buying this product and believe in it. And there's thousands of people doing that. So I don't have to care about the 40 comments I get a year. You made 50 comments a year that are weird or kind of bashing the product when in the grand scheme of things there's thousands of people supporting what we're doing yep yeah for sure and and you know kind of giving a nod back to the to the pricing thing you know one thing <clears throat> i keep in mind too is you know what if i made if i'm if i had a ten dollar product i'm still going to have just as many 
problems with people complaining and and stuff. You know, I I, it, I don't think it really matters what what price point you're at. You're gonna have and it, and honestly, this is man, this is a whole other podcast I could get into. Is just um, is when it comes to pricing your product and the customers that that you're gonna get with 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 you know how you price your product and stuff that's a whole other thing but um yeah i i truly believe that uh you know how you you know how your mental state is outside of your business is, is going to is going to matter when it comes to running your business and and what and what kind of business owner you're going to be and ultimately how your business is going to be run and people are going to, you know, people are going to see, um, if you're in, you know, I guess if you use, use social media at all, if you're trans, if you're transparent at all, which, which I try to be pretty transparent on my social media outlets, you know, you know, what, you know, for how things are going and, and if things bother me, I, I try not to get on there and just, complain because I don't because nobody wants to see that but I try to be realistic as well um, so is there anything else that, that that you can think of that um, that has effect you know that affects you and that you got to deal with um, I mean I made a couple notes and I, I feel like it kind of all comes into the same pot but the one of the hardest things for me to do in these times when I am at a low is not allow that low to carry over to my family life. And I figured it was probably worth just throwing that out there. And then I want to hear what you have to say about it too. That's a great way to take it. Yeah. It, and and I don't want to make it sound like everyone who has a, a punch in punch out kind of job, you know, working for an employer doesn't deal with the same thing because I don't think it's solely unique to entrepreneurship and business ownership but I think that there is a uniqueness to it whereas when I used to just work as a draftsman and I punched in in the morning I did my time and I punched out there was stress at work but it was easy for me to turn it off and realize that I don't have to chart the the path of the company I'm just here to draw the the stairs or the structural steel or whatever whereas now when I am in a low, I own that, and that's on my shoulders. And ultimately, it stops with me. Whether it's issues with uh, customer service, something or other, or we shipped something incorrectly, or or whatever, you name it. Um, and it's, I struggle with this, and I don't do this. I, I don't do the best in this area, and it's something that I'm still growing in. Is making sure that through the struggles, I'm communicating them to my wife. Whereas oftentimes I kind of bottle stuff up and I just deal with it myself. Um, that's not always the healthiest way for me to handle things like that. So that's definitely an area that I can't really offer a ton of advice on as I'm still kind of moving forward in that. But it is something that I think is extremely important. And I wanted to hear your take on that and how you balance it being in a low time in your business, but also then transferring that over to your family. Yeah, that's uh, that is absolutely something that that uh, yeah, that I struggle with, and um, you know, I, I agree. Before, when I was an engineer, and I just clocked in and out of my job. I also had a commute, so I had some time to decompress. I actually didn't mind 
my longer commute, and I didn't mind traffic either because it gave me a little more time just to kind of uh, change my mindset from work to home. And now, that's true. Um, I just my shop is is at my house, so there's there is no disconnect anymore. Um, <clears throat> so I definitely, I definitely try to work on. Um, as soon as I walk through my door, I take a deep breath. I look at my kids, which which always automatically make me happy. I look at my wife, and that makes me happy. And that and, and that does help me switch off. But uh, yeah, I, you know, if things are down and things are bothering me, <clears throat> then I definitely will vent to my wife and 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 have her. Um, you know, sometimes she has the right word and. Um, yeah, I, I mentioned God before, so I definitely try to take time in prayer and just and just ask for um, just ask for help and and calm and and try not to try not to let things stay on my shoulders uh, when I walk into my house because uh, my because my kids don't deserve my my work's frustration. You know, my wife doesn't doesn't deserve my works frustration um but uh yeah so i i, I try not to neg- i try not to let that negatively affect uh you know my family so that's tough yeah that's really yeah. tough like i said that's one of those areas where my default fallback is just to keep stuff inside and there's definitely a time for that like you said there's you know, one of my favorite things, it can be the most stressful moment of my day, not because of me not wanting to be there, but just because it's crazy. You know, I have two little kids that are toddlers and then my son, who's my youngest, who's seven months. And so walking through that door after a, a really crappy day is one of the best moments, but it also becomes immensely crazy. And it's really hard to maintain that that proper mindset. And I think there's times I do it well, and then there's times that I should be helping, you know, allowing my wife to know the full information of what's going on so that she can, you know, help allow me to lean on her and, and her on me and help balance that out. Um, so just something, I think it's just important to keep it on our radar as we're yeah. growing businesses. Um, well, because I think... Go ahead. Sorry, well, I think for for most of us, our, our businesses and and make and making ends meet we do it for our family right you know i i at the end of the day at the end of the year um being able to provide for my family is the number one thing um and i I think that's i think that's a factor that 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 when you go full-time and your business your business is how you survive that it definitely changes how you look at your business and your product and and stuff it's it's no longer a it's no longer a hobby it's no longer a side job that that kind of mattered it's now it, it now matters a lot um yeah you know so you know you know when you walk in the house and you see and you see your kids and your wife um I think it, 
think you really got to make sure that you that you check yourself um, because if you are if you're frustrated at work and then you come home and you and you dish that out on your family, um, everything you just did at work doesn't matter anymore because you just you just came home and you just yelled at your your wife or kids because of your work. So right, you want to make sure that that the very thing that you are are trying to grow for the sake of your family doesn't doesn't become the thing that's going to bring bring you down. Yeah, man, that's a that's a tough balance. For sure. I I don't know. This is a whole other I mean, man, that that's what's so exciting about this to me is that there's so many other topics. My brain's just spinning as we're talking about this. I'm like, man, we should do a podcast on this. We should do a podcast on this and it's just Yeah, this you know, this podcast easily could have been five. Oh yeah, and that goes back to at the closing of every podcast for everyone who's listening when we when we tell you guys to email us that's what we would like to hear from you as we go through these topics because i'm sure for some of you listening something's going to resonate and we might have only just broken the surface on it and so yeah drop us emails and stuff and keep keep in contact cuz i was just thinking i was thinking about that too i would i would love to hear from anybody listening who you know who's running a business whether it's a brand new business or maybe you've been in business for for years and years and you're a veteran um we would love to hear from you if you have any advice if you have anything that you agree with that you that you don't agree with we would love to hear that stuff um because we could if you're okay with it and you'll let us know in those emails if if that's something that we can share with people then we get to pass that along and let you know, let the other people listening hear those hear those things. So, yeah, um, send us an email at uh, forgingthejourney at gmail.com. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, man, that, that's what I'm really excited about. When we build this community up and have people engaging and giving us ideas of what they want to hear. Because I, I got into business, and I know you did too, obviously to take care of our families and grow. But I want... I want to have an impact on the people around around me, and I think that the podcast is a great way to do that. Um, and we'll be real with you guys. That's the, the best part is this isn't ever going to be a sales pitch on this podcast. We're not here to sell our products. No. We're not here to make you want to buy our products. We just know that there's a need. there's a need in general for people to follow along on the journey and see from the ground up what it looks like to build these businesses as you know through our eyes and then as we're learning as we go and that's what we want to share on this journey definitely well i think we've uh i think we've surpassed our time we try to hit uh i really enjoyed talking about this uh, with you and i hope that it's something that that some other people will find find valuable yeah i'm looking forward to next week and i guess you know something i thought that would be cool um, Greg, if you and I, maybe we each just take one minute to just offer maybe because this is a low topic. Maybe if you just take a minute and just give people a little bit of encouragement. I, I don't know if you can just summarize something at the end here to kind of encourage people going forward through the low times. Sure. Um, I guess in a nutshell, I would I would encourage people to make sure that. Make sure that you have value and that you find value and that you are a happy, 
have your person outside your business. Um, you know, find. I, I think exercise is important. I think taking time to, um, you know, you know, taking time to relax, taking time to be with your family, those are important things that are going to affect your business. Um, so make sure that you're taking time for yourself. And make sure that uh, that you're taking time to decompress. And most of all, um, when you go to work and when you are running your business, when you're making decisions, um, check, you know, check yourself and make sure that you're doing the best that you can. Be the best in your field. Be the best at, at what you're doing at that moment, that day. So that way, at the end of the day, when you leave work, at the very least, you can say, "I did. I did the best that I could today." And and I'm going to do the same thing tomorrow because I know if I if I have a down day where I just don't feel like I got anything done that day, that also brings me down and I and makes me feel it, it, it brings in self doubt. So just making sure that you're hustling, making sure that you are doing the best that you can um, is going to play a big role. For sure. Yeah, I would say very similar things I would say to encourage people to focus on the things that you can directly impact and don't obsess over the black swan things you know the crazy events that might happen um, or the things that probably will happen but are outside of your control and then I really like and if nothing else comes out of this podcast for you if you're listening to this find value in yourself just you have to have that basis and you cannot create that value in your business or for through your business I should say that should not define who you are Um, it it can help be part of your path and your journey but just be cautious and this is a reminder me vocalizing this for myself be cautious about making your business the part that creates your value and then I would just also highly 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 recommend that if you are just starting out or maybe you've been in business or or maybe you're even just thinking about it, find people around you that are sometimes outside of your direct circle but that you can create relationships with that they can help encourage you, hold you accountable, um, and, and help kind of prod you along. And the reason I say outside of your direct friend circle is... I have found that when I reached out to people who have become kind of business mentors for me, they tell me how it is without worrying about our past friendship or whether I'm going to take it wrong or, or whatever. If you can find people in your circle like that, great. Definitely lean on them. But it's important that you're not walking through this stuff alone. And if you're married or dating or, or even single, I mean, it's really easy to fall into the trap of feeling like you're kind of walking through some of these struggles alone. But hopefully that's a little bit of encouragement. And, and by, by all means, email us at forgingthejourney at gmail.com and let us know what you guys think. And hopefully we can encourage you and, and answer some questions and um, throw some information your way. But that's kind of, that would be my summary. Is just, that's good stuff. Yeah, it, it's tough though. For sure. Yep. 
All right, Jared. Well, I appreciate it, and uh, I'm looking forward to picking up next week. We'll see where next week takes us. Yeah, man. As always, guys, like I said, hit us up, forgingthejourneygmail.com. Uh, we hope to hear from you, and do leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast from. Drop a rating, of course. You know, Hopefully you can give us a full rating, but if you take just 30 seconds to write a review, just put a couple words down and let people know why you're listening to, listening to Forging the Journey. That is going to help us out way more than you would ever, ever know. Um, yep, we appreciate it, guys. All right. All right, man. We'll pick it up next week. All right. All right. Have a good one. You too. See you. Bye.